do black people smoke cigarettes? I've never once seen a black person smoke a cigarette. I think the big question would be, do Asian people smoke cigarettes? Do Asian people oh, smoke they cigarettes? No, do. okay. So one time I was on a cruise boat, a cruise ship at the bar. Bars on cruise ships are usually right next to the casino. You can smoke at the bars. And I was sitting at this bar drinking a beer, a Corona, of course. And there's this Asian man. On cruise ships, it's, it's every walk of life. And uh, there is an Asian man. And he had a cigarette in his mouth. And he was in between the bar and the casino. And he was he was like chiefing. Is that the word chiefing? Yeah, yeah. I'm not too urban. Like just going for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's he was chiefing the cigarette, and there was just like you could barely see him through the like, smoke. Yeah. Have you ever tried chiefing a cigarette? Mm-hmm. It fucking hurts. But yeah, so Asian people definitely smoke cigarettes in China. You go to China, everyone mm-hmm. smokes fucking cigarettes in China. Dude, why do you think? Uh, what is it? Bangkok or no Beijing that has the hardcore problem? I don't know. Right. Well, Bangkok's in Thailand. I know. Yeah. That's why I corrected myself, asshole. But yeah, black people, I don't think they smoke cigarettes. I've never seen a black person smoke a cigarette before in my entire life. I was at a bar another time. Only a couple, man. I (laughs) only a couple. I've only seen a couple of black people. Like, can you give me a number? Five. Five tops. Including Martin Luther King. In in photographs. (laughs) In photographs passed down to me. Oh, this is including not in person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well if if, okay, if in person IRL it's about two. What if it was a baby? The, the, the three MLK, Jimi Hendrix, and Cindy Pointier. I'm surprised that you named three black people off the top of your head. That <laughs> I know. I wouldn't have been able to well, do I, it. No, I've been practicing all night. Richard Pryor. <laughs> Richard Pryor. Ma'am. Ooh, is he black? What? Ma'am, for a dollar, oh, name a woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Richard Pryor. Uh, Halle Berry. Rachel Dolezal. Jackie Chan. <laughs> I follow Rachel Dolezal on Instagram, and it's awesome. First, she's a, number one, she's a great painter. Mm-hmm. Number two, she's a beautiful Nubian woman. I can't get enough of her. I hate it. Welcome to the Horse House, our third episode, I believe. It's the third episode. I'm sitting in the Horse House right now with two very close friends of mine, back three weeks in a row. Please introduce yourselves. Please, after you. No, you go first. No, after you. I, I have a bit for the years that we've been doing the show that I sing a song parody about the horse house, so I'd like uh, for you to go first, please. Well, it's been one week since the last one, and I'm thrilled to be back. It's man. Why Why do you guys have to step all over my dick <laughs> with this? Oh, was that what you are going to do? <laughs> well, I don't uh, know no, if anyone... No, fine, I'll go to a different fucking song. All right. Yeah nobody, nobody, yeah, nobody does the songs. I did Pantera last week. I nobody thought, gives a I shit. I thought it was good. Lost You're lucky okay, I didn't cut it. Yeah. It was funny because what I said afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So I'm the only one you. that brings okay, what's your What's your song, Stranger, who we're not sure who it is because he hasn't announced his name yeah, yet? We'll it's a podcast. It's a podcast for you. For you to listen to. It's called Welcome to the Horse House. What's your name? Uh, Fucking Not Rudy. Steven, everybody. Give Steven a warm welcome. Very Steven. Wow, <laughs> you're getting the hang of this. All right, and uh, who else? Who else is here? I don't fucking know. Who, what's your name? My name is Rudy. His name's Rudy. All right. My name's Rudy, sir. So, welcome Please, to the sir. Horse House. I'm Tristan Horse, your host, and I hate to do this to all of you, all of our fine listeners who are so engaged and so supportive of the podcast but i have some bad news guys this is this is bad news and and i really don't want to start the show off like this but sometimes you have to i had to get out of the way for legal reasons let's be honest so after last week's episode um that was sponsored by our new and unfortunately former sponsor joker mad energy well i kind of gave it away we've been dropped by joker mad energy and the circle k company uh, this is the first time Steven and Rudy are also hearing it. This is the first time you're hearing it as well, everyone at home. Uh, some pretty interesting uh, events happened. Billy Eilish's father, William Eilish, he uh, he became CEO of Circle K. I knew it was that bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's always Billy Eilish. I- I'm trying to get her name out of our mouths. Dude, I saw her on fucking Hot Ones. She wasn't that funny. 
Yeah, I, should seventeen-year-olds even be stop, eating hot stop, wings? Stop. We we gotta we gotta just. You know it's true. We can't talk about it too much. This is look. I got the law breathing down my neck here. I appreciate Tristan putting it out because I mean, I've read a lot of stuff on the news. Yeah. About speculation and. Uh, you know, I, I was worried. I was really worried, but I, I guess now that the the other shoe is dropped, we can just come out and say, "Yeah, Joker Mad Energy's bad." Yeah, yeah. I fucking hate Joker Mad Energy. When I was drinking it last week, it was like drinking syrup. It was like just straight syrup. I was drinking. Uh, it was very, very, very bad. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy or even a homeless person. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed mine. I lost half my beard because of it, and it threw me out of ketosis. Yeah. Do not drink <laughs> Joker Mad Energy. They do, they no longer sponsor us, and their product is absolute rat shit. That's why we're now sponsored by Rain. We're not sponsored by Rain. We're unfortunately sponsored by no one currently. So if any any of you listeners own a business and would like to donate some money to us to promote your business, I would really appreciate it because, to be honest, I'm not too in, doing too well in the bank account area right now. If any of you run a Fortune 500 company, yes. know someone that does, if you're a member of the Saudi royal family and you're not too busy executing people, uh, by all means, just drop us a line. Uh, Tristan, you want to give them the link? Tristan underscore horse on Twitter.com. Please feel free to send me a DM. I don't want to. I don't want to sound too depressing, but we're we're hurting as a podcast right now. It's only, it's only the third episode, but we're hurting. My family is dying. Yeah, but let's not make it all sad. All right, guys, we will keep the we will keep pushing on. We will keep doing this podcast no matter what because we have fans to please. So let's get some happy stuff going on. I've 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 devised a little. A little game for all three of us. It's not really a game, I'd say, but I gave you guys the prompt a couple days ago. I'm sure none of you guys did it, mm-hmm. but um, maybe uh, you guys can think of something real fast. So since Notre Dame burnt down, uh, Emmanuel Macron, president of France, has declared that there will be a worldwide contest for architects around the world to design the new spire for Notre Dame. Why they can't just build the same one? I don't know. Seems I'm not weird. gonna. I'm not gonna touch it. Freedom Tower. Um, yeah. Okay. So, um, so I asked you guys, you three, us three, to think of a design for that's what that the was. new okay. spire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rudy, you barely talk to us except for every week when you come on the horse house. So I don't blame you for not reading it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get some uh, more sponsors. I'll show up. Yeah. Later. So I have an idea. We'll go with me first since I've actually thought about this. Okay. So in 1944. France was under control by the Nazis. And a little country, a little sensual country called America at the time. A little frisky, horny country. Yeah, a little tantalized country decided, hey, we're going to go over to France and we're going to storm those beaches with some other countries that don't really matter. And we're going to storm those beaches and we're going to take France back, you know, from those Nazis. And so we did that for them. We freed their fucking country for them. They gave us no thanks, except for <laughs> the fucking Statue of Liberty, which was like 100 years before that happened. Yeah, it's all Doesn't count now. anymore. So, the Spire of Notre Dame is destroyed. We saved them from a tragedy. Now it's time for them to save us from a tragedy we've been reliving every day for the past 18 years. My idea for the new Spire... It's a total scaled replica of the Twin Towers. <laughs> the World Trade Center, if you will. I'm sorry, it's to scale? To scale. Hell yeah. Functioning. There'll be office buildings. It's going to be the same old, same old, except just on top of Notre Dame in France. But then we bomb it like we did to ours. Well, I was going to say, you know, there's a, there's a pretty big Muslim population in France, <laughs> so we might be in trouble. Ooh. Oh, that joke, joke. That's a joke. <laughs> It's a joke. That's a joke. But horse I sound means it's a joke. That horse sound means horse sound means it's a joke. So, uh, so that's my idea. Well, um, it seems like it might be in poor taste. Since how just, so? Well, just because you know there was just a fire there, so planting thermite at the base of the towers, <laughs> right? like, placing big Minecraft yeah. TNT blocks at the base of the towers, uh, cutting steel be beams t- at a ninety degree uh, angle, like they do in uh, 
controlled demolitions, that might be a little uh, strange. I'm not sure if you guys know about this. Paper does burn hotter than jet fuel. Also, Jesse the Body Ventura will take the first play in there <laughs> that is very true. and start inspecting so, it very much. that right there is my idea in this little contest we have going. I will put a poll up on my Twitter page. Um, and people will, will be able to vote on whose idea is the best. So we'll now go to Steven. Oh, or Rudy. I would like to cede my time to Rudy because I really think that my idea is the best. So right. I, not to toot my own horn yeah, here. But, but toot, toot. Yeah. Not to toot your own, your own horn, but... Well, mine is the worst, so buckle up, boys. All right, Rudy, you're up. So I have actually been thinking about it since you, uh, since you gave us the prompt. And uh, I was a little late to the party. I had just seen the video of the Spire actually dropping a couple days Very late. Very sad. Yeah, like really powerful video. Yeah. Where were you? Like super shit. Where were you in that spiral fill <laughs> on that April day? Did you make it think? Well, did so, you make it cry out for hell? So you guys will get this. Whenever I see anything like that, I think of like, shit, that's gone. Yeah. Like that's lost. I feel like that's a pretty natural reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of a bummer. So as I as I normally do, I turn to the internet for solace. Yes, um, most do. And I found a community of folks that that think very much like I do about you know like losing these like historical artifacts and culture and everything. They use phrases like Western culture. And, like, Where are you going identity. with this, Rudy? Where are you going with this, Rudy? Just, so they gave me some ideas. Yeah. So I'm listening and I'm ready to cut this out. All right. No, it's fine. So I think we can bring it into the 21st century. Make a new spire, put some AC units in it and shit. I mean, it was cool, but like, it's like a millennia old. I'm sure it was air conditioned. No, that's they, all, that's all, con- you think you think they put asbestos asbestos in between that stone? <laughs> so I think this is a golden opportunity to restore some of the lost culture. Yeah. Um. To to bring it into the future, and last but most importantly, to to bring up a demographic of people that I feel is the most downtrodden globally. And that is, of course, gamers. Okay. Okay. Now I'm really listening. Okay. So we make this a the first worldwide gamer safe space. Okay. It's never existed. Yeah. We're being constantly persecuted. I mean, they're being constantly persecuted. Uh, I'm not a gamer. I've never touched a game before. Yeah. Don't ever say we again like that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a gamer. I don't know what a game is. I don't know a game. Um. Me no no. So. I think it'd be really cool. You have your little land parties in there. Do whatever you want. You know. What's land? We uh. Yeah, look okay, like, so what the what what's okay. the fucking spire gonna be, Rudy? It's gonna be a whole tower with different floors where you can play. PewDiePie will be in the top one. That's how we take back the Western culture. <laughs> okay, that, that is true. Um, here's the kicker, though. Okay, I'm listening. If you're having a real gamer moment in that tower, it is a 100 safe space to drop the gamer word <laughs> whenever you want. And I don't know, like how like the language is like you would have to like have it translated, like, yeah, to like the most popular languages in France, mm-hmm. like French and Arabic. I mean, you translate it, and you, you know, you just got people they're they're saying what they want to say, they're gaming the mm-hmm. way they want to game, and I think we can really we can take care of a of a of a really underprivileged people, yeah, bring back Western culture through video games. <laughs> yes. You cannot have any Twitch streams in the gamer tower, though. Oh no, absolutely if not. If they drop the gamer word, it's gonna be really bad. Well, no. Uh, this actually fits in with my with my new startup. It's Justin TV. Uh, I think it's a neat a neat bad joke. Bad joke. Bad, bad joke. Old. Did you see the thing about like the, the Estonian lady that uh, <laughs> she, she, cos- she say the gamer she, word? She she cosplayed as a Apex Legends character, and, and, and they were, she started to put on the black face paint. And they were like, no, 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 no. I, like, I do not understand. Okay, except she would be safe in the tower. She'd be able to say That's it all true. she wanted. She'd be able to wear blackface. Be able yeah. to do whatever. What are they going to do? It's the gamer tower. All right, Rudy. Thank you so much for your input and your submission to please, the contest, Mr. Macron. Please respond to my DMs. Yeah, we'll see. All right, Stephen. You have the floor, Stephen. It seems. Go on, like Stephen. You have the floor. In this time of tragedy, we all turned to touchstones that both unite us all, but also recognize the forgotten, the marginalized the downtrodden in themselves. Tristan referencing, you know, a great American, a world tragedy. Yes. And and Rudy recognizing a, a marginalized group. Very much so. When I, when I saw the spire burning, a, a burning started inside my heart because it's been weighing on my heart for a very long time. Um, a worldwide hero who has become marginalized for you know embodying the words of the french people 
uh egalite fraternite liberty liberty yeah <laughs> anyway liberty freedom brotherhood whomst among us embodied these tenets of a true life than john schnatter <laughs> 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 well this kind of coincides with rudy's safe space to say the gamer word no it's our new sponsor this, this is the safe space for john schnatter no because gamers <laughs> Schnatter. gamers like the conate of the golden horde are unwashed unkempt and unwelcome in this tower because this tower is for the best of us this tower is for a man that has stood up for what is right and not what is easy un not unlike charles de gaulle i want to turn the spire into a golden beacon not unlike the building at Versailles by the Sun King Louis fourteen, yeah. the Papa John Pizza Palace. He has been take his company in America and worldwide has been taken from him. Yeah, We're given true. It, the, under the Jupiterian reign of Emmanuel Macron, we will be giving Papa Jean, <laughs> <laughs> yes, his kingdom back, and he will be able to start his French pizza empire and fulfill the mission of napoleon and have a reign on the teutonic plains of the continent forevermore in garlic sauce thank you god bless you and god bless papa john all right guys you heard all three of our uh submissions Go to twitter.com now to Tristan underscore horse and vote for who had the best submission. All right, we're recording this on April 26th. You guys will be hearing it on April 28th, but today is the 49th birthday of Mother Melania Trump. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Melania. Happy birthday to you and 49 more. Speaking of Melania Trump, I've always said that um, when it comes to her looks, I think people are politically biased. She is the most beautiful and sexiest and most angelic first lady we've ever had. Stephen will disagree. He's more of a Pat Nixon kind of guy. <laughs> and Rudy, of course, goes for Lemonade Lucy Hayes. I, Michelle I, Obama. I, okay, okay, no homo, but Michelle Obama is kind of hot. Yeah. But <laughs> That was rude. Well, you know, I am in a BBW, so Mary Todd Lincoln, she kind of gets me a little hard. Yeah, she was a whore, though. I don't, was she a whore? I knew she was like she mentally to, ill. Yeah, she, that's what makes her a whore. She had seances and shit in the White House. Oh after no, that's Abe pretty died. dope. Well, in the White House, maybe because she wasn't allowed to be in there anymore. Good. Was it her or Zelda Fitzgerald who died in a fire in a Zelda retard home? Fitzgerald. Zelda Fitzgerald. Yeah, but you know we need a we need a first lady with a big fat ass. Yeah, we already had one. Her name was Linda Carter. <laughs> Who's Linda Carter? Is that their daughter? Oh uh, no, that was was it Linda Carter? I don't. I I'm having a stroke. Amy yeah. Carter. Her name was Amy, and she was about eight years old. Stephen, so well well done. <laughs> but Rudy, as I understand it, you're not an ass man. Not terribly. You've told me asses are gross. No, I've never said they're. You've gross. said asses are gross. No, I've never no, said no, asses but are no. Gross. I wanted to talk about this tonight. You're more of a boob man. Uh, push comes to shove. Yeah. Okay. This is uh, here. Can I make a distinction? Yeah. I I'm not like into gratuitous amounts of either, like giant ass or giant giant boob. Not crazy about it. Smaller pertness, I'm down. Well, I have some. Either. I have something in my Twitter drafts mm-hmm. that I never tweeted. It was I was looking at it yesterday. It was um usually when I um put things in my drafts is because I'm very high off legal weed in California. Mm-hmm. In Minecraft. Yeah, in Minecraft and. Uh, and what I wrote was, I like my tits like I like my tits small, uh, which is, well, that's why I didn't post it, because it wasn't funny. <laughs> I, but, um, I thought it was good. But, okay, this is what I have. Steven, put your phone down. <laughs> like, no phones at the table. Literally, I had an idea for a bit. I'm sorry. So this is, this is my theory, okay? Mm-hmm. This is my theory about tit men. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's immature. So like tits, that is an immature thing. Mature men, gentlemen even, 
prefer the ass. Mm-hmm. This is why babies are immature. Mm-hmm. Babies see big swollen tits mm-hmm. and they think, oh, that is swollen with mother's milk, delicious milk for mother. And they like these big tits because it means there's milk in it. Mm-hmm. So for a man to like big tits, that's immature. Mm-hmm. Now, when you start to mature, you go from milk to shit and farts. But what a man sees when he sees a big ass is, mm-hmm. oh, those ass cheeks are full of poop and shit. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how when I was an immature baby, mother's breasts were full of milk because they were big. Tristan, one second. Rudy, I didn't know we were podcasting with the Sigmund Freud. I hate this. <laughs> you didn't See, tell me that. Rudy, you never left your milk phase. <laughs> I left my milk phase and, and I ran shit I phase. ran right into the shit poop and fart phase. Can I phase. address the fact that you said that shit and farts are stored in the ass cheeks? <laughs> yes, what's the problem? What's the problem with that? I mean, like, I understand that pee is stored in the balls. That's a scientific fact. Yeah, of course. Yes. Women's men, physiology doesn't... Yeah. And squirt is stored in the head. Women's physiology <laughs> doesn't... <laughs> Women's physiology does, just doesn't work like that. Just uh, there's there's not shit. Who in, said that? There's not shit and fart in the in the cheeks. Oh, Jesus have you opened have you opened up an ass cheek ever, Rudy? I no, but that one guy. In I told you, you not to bring up my personal. See, life. now this is the whole thing with you guys. We talked about this last week about um, black holes and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you been in space? Have you seen it? I hate no, you. you haven't. Have you ever torn up in an ass cheek? No, you have haven't. You? So how can you say, Stephen? I would prefer not to get into that on the podcast. Fucking solid what's, burden of proof argument. What's what's the funniest thing in your drafts that you haven't tweeted? I'm pretty sure I've posted these before, but for some reason they're they're still in my drafts. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is I'm 22 and I still haven't had my period. I guess you could call this the hunt for Red October, <laughs> which is a really stupid tweet. <laughs> um, and another one was, uh, I hope the next mass shooting is at a pedophile convention. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know why I didn't post that. It's not a bad wish. It's not though. a bad wish. Yeah, I mean, maybe to a liberal like Stephen, it's a bad thing. Yeah, but to me, a patriot. Like to it's not Stephen Bonnell the second. Yeah, and then also I have this one. I have no idea why this is in my drafts. Today in Washington, I signed the Harry W. Colmery Veterans Educational Assistance Act of. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why that's my. What does that mean? Drive. I have no idea. That's like that's like the stories that parents tell about like their five year old child waking up from a nap and saying like I flew in a plane and I flew into a ship. Oh yeah, that's you. Yeah. You were living through kids, a future president. Yeah, life. these parents they think that their kids are yeah. talking about their past lives. <laughs> My fucking kid was a zero fighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My kid had stock in Mitsubishi in it's the a, 40s. Uh, uh, oh, my kid woke up from a nap saying that he was throwing Chinese babies up in the air and catching it with bayonets and that yeah. he was there. He was a j- Japanese soldier during the Rape you of Banking. You ever Man noticed King. that like, all those stories, it's all like significant historical events? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's never uh, like, oh, I was on a fucking covered wagon. My, my three-year-old woke up and said they had to jump out of a tall building because it was on fire. <laughs> well, that's always like... <laughs> I hate 9-11 jokes. I hate them. I'm, yeah, you really I'm do. I'm sorry, Mr. McFarland. Really anyway, like... Uh, it's like the same thing as like you'll see moms post on Twitter like my three year old daughter was watching the State of the Union address oh, yeah. and turned to yeah. me and said this is how democracy dies with thunder yeah. supply exactly. and then the fucking whole bus stood up and clapped yeah I <laughs> yes. fucking hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys big fans of Rocky Horror Picture Show? Mm-hmm. You fam- seen it? I'm familiar with it. Back in like eighth grade, I was super obsessed with it. I'm a big fan of musicals. And a friend of mine, Patrick, he's been watching, uh, he watched it for the first time, Rocky Horror Picture Show. The 1975 version, of Did course. He show his son? All of the versions are bad. Is there a different version? There is the Curry. Glee version. Oh, that doesn't count, There's though. the one that was live on NBC or whatever recently with Laverne Cox as Frankenfurter, a woman. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah. it's They don't like casting Frankenfurter as a man anymore. I don't know why. Really? It's because anyone can be anything nowadays. But um, <laughs> the cool thing about Rocky Horror Pictures show is that that's one of those movies that, and I'm not saying this because um, a political correctness nowadays. I'm saying it just because you couldn't make it nowadays because, well, 20, 20th Century Fox released it. Mm-hmm. And you you can't make that stuff anymore because no one will give you money to make that they from any big studio. They would never get yeah. funding for that. You know, it's like what Frank Zappa said back in the day about how back in the 60s, 
when it came to music, a lot of weird stuff was in the mainstream because all the record, record executives were old men chomping on cigars, saying, now, is this what the kids like? Who knows? We'll give it a fucking try. Yeah. You know, and then, and then the kids came in and took control, and they said, oh, well, this is what's going to be popular. This is what's going to be a hit. Same thing for films back in those days. The only way I think something akin to Rocky Horror could be made is if it was attached to, like, a director with bona fides. Yeah. And even then, it would have to be, like, it would never be 20th Century Fox. It would have been, like, Fox Searchlight or something. And Disney yeah. owns Fox Searchlight now, so that won't happen. The newest exactly. Shane Black movie, Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, I mean, but, like, if, if like, I don't I don't fucking know. Like, bef- like pre-Thor Ragnarok, if, like, Taika Waititi had been, like, yeah. I have this weird project, then, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, or like somebody, somebody like James Gunn now. So, really, like, an untested director... No real star power in the ca- I mean, like obviously stars now, but at yeah. that time where no. any like Barry Bostwick, Tim Curry, Susan Sarandon, they were all pretty much unknowns at that Who time. Who was the male protagonist? Is that Barry Bostwick? Bostwick. Yeah, he, he played Brad Majors. Movie? You probably, if you look him up, you probably know him. Yeah, but I've been watching a lot of Rocky Horror. When I was younger, I listened to it a lot. I mean, obsessively the soundtrack, mm-hmm. and I watched it last night because I haven't seen it in a while. And like I said, it's one of my favorite musicals, and. uh and I realize that I know every single lyric to every single song. Fucking humble brag about it. Well, here here comes this. You know, we all know lyrics to songs, but can you sing them without the lyrics being played and just the music? Can you sing an entire song oh, yeah. easily? Mm. I haven't listened to Sweet Transvestite, the most famous song from the soundtrack. Well, the most famous song is probably Time Warp. Time Warp, yeah. yeah. That's a Halloween staple. Do you think it's more than more than Sweet Transvestite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? That's a Halloween staple, yeah. along with Monster Mash and like uh, Werewolf of, Werewolves of London. I do like Bobby Boris Pickett. Yeah, who doesn't? So I've prepared. I have right here a karaoke version of Sweet Transvestite, and I'm going to see if I can sing it in its entirety along with the music. Well, I won't be able to tell you if you're wrong, so just Same. go for it. Well, get the lyrics up on your phone. That's all you need. Okay. You've been on your phone this entire time. I don't know why yeah. you didn't have it at the ready. All right. So, you guys ready for this? All right. I don't know. Steven's getting around to it, I guess. Because we all we can all sing verbatim songs when when we're singing along with the with a singer. Yeah. But when you just have the karaoke s- instrumental to it, who knows? I think, so let's see if I can yeah. do it. I'm sorry. Are you gonna do the intro part too? Uh, which one? Which intro? The how do you do my or how do you? Oh, do of course. Okay, gotcha. Of course. Why wouldn't I? Oh. All right. So yeah. Oh. Oh, getting the echo right. Mm-hmm. Important. Steven, do you have it? Yes, sir. All right. Um, Rudy, I think I'm going to turn the the MacBook around so you can look and make sure I'm not reading the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I trust you, but for officiality. All right, fine. Well, you can just see from right here. Yeah. Look, it's there's no, it's not karaoke. It's just the album cover right here. All right. I gotcha. How'd you do, I? See you met my faithful. Hand man. See, he's just a little brought down because when you knocked, he thought you were the canned man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Ha ha. Let me show you around and maybe play a sound. You look like you're both pretty groovy. If you want something visual, it's not too abysmal. We can take in an old Steve Reeves movie. Here's Brad's part. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry, Janet. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies. Don't you panic. By the light of the night, ooh, I'll seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual 
Transylvania. Ha ha. Why don't you stay for the night? Or maybe a bite? I can show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. He's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Ha ha. Hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. Ha-ha. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain isn't really to blame. So I'll remove the cause, but not the symptom. How'd I do, Stephen? Very well done. 100%. Was it really 100%? Yeah. <laughs> Are you impressed? I'm alarmed. <laughs> <laughs> almost da- Really almost down to a T. I'm very proud of myself. It was totally wrong. What else is on the list? It's just it's one of the it's one of those things where like um, something is so ingrained in your brain and yeah. you don't realize it. Oh yeah, because uh, you listen to something so long and it just it's hidden in your brain. Like I'm sure you could probably do that with like old Beatles songs. Oh or, probably. Like, oh definitely. I don't want to try it right now. Well, yeah. I don't want to embarrass myself. But yeah, I'm pretty hard right now. I'm pretty proud of myself. You were uh, you were gesticulating quite a bit. <laughs> Listen, you, you got to get into. You were it, almost you know? one for one with the gestures that Tim <laughs> Curry made during. The, <laughs> you got, you during got the to get into it. Listen, Rocky Horror Picture. That's my shit, dude. It's it's my total shit. It's good. Movie. I'm total shit. I still haven't watched it in its entirety. Oh, we got to watch it sometime. Yeah. That's and Stephen, you too, because you haven't seen it. I've got Nar. a couple Tim Curry movies on my list. Yeah, um, Tim Curry is really good. Have you guys seen Legend? I believe it's uh-uh. called. It's, I am Legend. Can you look it up real quick to make sure I'm not talking about the wrong movie yeah let me look it up you know uh, what the f- sorry go ahead i'm sorry no no please i just wanted to this legend yeah it's maybe a, a pin tim curry to it uh tim curry is in like full fucking devil get up the whole time and it's my fucking aesthetic it's like i've seen him in the in the satan makeup yeah it's like that like late 80s like you could probably oh, yeah. set 1985 that... this is 10 years after rocky horror well you know how people say that like you can set uh wizard of oz to dark side of the moon and yeah up? i guarantee you that there's a motley crew record that you can set to that movie <laughs> that oh, yeah, there the he same is thing. he looks so fucking cool yeah well tim he's a cool looking guy and then not to sound gay or anything but rocky horror he's not that that's bad not that that's bad we love gay people here at the horse house but uh in rocky horror man he's a beautiful man Tristan said, I am legend, and it just, like, I'm sorry, I've got to talk about this. Did any of... Did Gemini any, Man? Gemini Man! Did you see the trailer for Gemini Man? Yeah, it looks that like looks shit. That looks so fucking stupid. Okay, see, okay, I'm so excited. I don't understand, since... Did, okay, has Will Smith ever done good movies? Yeah. No. Independence Day, bad. What are you talking about? Uh, Space Jam, Book that, of Eli. Um, was he in Philadelphia? That was Tom Hanks. Uh, the TV show Atlanta. Um, the Wire. But yeah, Gemini Man looks bad because so bad. Okay, well the big thing nowadays in Hollywood is de-aging people, mm-hmm. and like if if it's a minor character, I mean I don't support it at all. But if it's a minor character, yeah, de-age them, whatever. I thought um, Samuel L. Jackson looked pretty good in Captain Marvel, de-aged. I was gonna say like almost <laughs> scary good, like That's it, that it, Disney it technology, man. Yeah, but you have um, technology. You have Gemini Man now, and, and like young Will Smith, it's like it's like Looper kind of, isn't he fighting his like younger self, and. And so he he looks young. Will Smith looks like a PS2 like character. Oh, is it bad? And it's like oh, it looks like shit. And it's so like I don't 1997 know this. Parent Trap. Can I get yeah. the elevator pitch for this movie? Okay, so ne- Stephen knows it more than I do. Okay. I have no idea. So this is all I gleaned from the trailer. Mm-hmm. So Will Smith is some sort of a like modern day old older Will Smith is like some sort of assassin mm-hmm. that cannot be defeated. Mm-hmm. And um, he knew my every move. He knew every <laughs> step I would <laughs> take. 
And I, I don't know who this man is. And the, there's someone trying to kill him, trying to stop him. And it's like 18 year old Will Smith yeah. that was a cl- that was they somehow cloned him. And they just took like he sort of has a high top fade too. Isn't yeah, it? it's like he's 1990s like, Will Smith. He's fighting. He's, it's just it's just Lindsay Lohan parent trap. Yeah, like they've just got Will Smith acting against himself. Mm-hmm. Do they high five at some point? I really <laughs> never do see that. that. <laughs> Well, it's I. When I first saw it, I thought it was Jack and Jill too. <laughs> Does it look like it's directed by Ang that. Lee too? Yeah. Oh hell yeah, well, <laughs> dude! The Hulk was great. Dude, that's the Hulk kicks the shit out of any MCU. The, Hulk. the the trailer makes it seem like Ang Lee's like a uh, force to be reckoned with. He but is. He, no. He made the, the fucking Hulk movie. He's from making, the man who brought you Gamma Poodles. Was he? Did he do Brokaw Mountain too? No. Is that a different no. guy with an Asian last name? That's got to be a different guy. I just can't wait for the scene where uh, 1997 uh, Will Smith has to fly back to England and live with the mom, and 2019 Will Smith has to fly back to California and live with Dennis Quaid. And they find out that they're related by going, oh, I love dipping Oreos in peanut butter. (laughs) Me too. Since we're on some movie trailer shit, whenever you... That was a great movie. Whenever you started talking about, like, Will Smith is, is, like, this unstoppable assassin, it reminded me, are you guys Fast and Furious heads? I saw Fast 7 in the theaters. It's the only movie I've seen. I haven't seen it. It's, it's the only <laughs> movie I've seen. <laughs> it's the only film. I wouldn't even say it's a movie. It's more of a film. But I like when they drive. Um, they're in, like, uh, some Asian city. And they, because movies nowadays, major motion pictures, most of them take place in China or have Chinese elements in it because Hollywood makes movies for China nowadays. Mm-hmm. That, I, believe, that, I believe the scene you're about to reference takes place in Abu Dhabi. Oh, is, is Abu yeah. Dhabi where the car crashes yes. from one skyscraper into another skyscraper? Because they show 25 Malaysian yeah. migrant workers uh, being murdered okay. by um, the cars. But have you guys noticed that about modern Hollywood films? Oh, They're yeah. designed for the Chinese market. That's where they make money at. Hmm. Like that new rock movie um, about the giant skyscraper on fire. literally skyscraper, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, um... It takes place in China, but yeah, the main characters, it's Rock like even and Wife someone. and yeah. two children mm-hmm. who are all American, mm-hmm. and they just live in China. Uh, strange. Or like Trans- I- Transformers 4. Like part of it takes place in Shanghai or Hong Kong, and like there's like there's a they're just like you know like Michael Bay Transformers going at it, and there's just a cut to a, a party official, just a Chinese Communist Party official, and like his only line is "We need to evacuate the people out of the city." Is that true? So it's just like a, like in the middle of like a hundred million dollar CGI fight, like a shameless <laughs> plug for like the virtue of the Chinese Communist Party. I, you know Michael, you know Michael Bay recently announced that he's done with super, uh, with uh, he's done with Transformers. Oh movies. shit. Which is it's it's about time he caught up with the rest of America. We've we've, okay, we've been right. done for a we've been done for a while. I, but anyway, uh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, I have to get it out of my system. Uh, the Fast and Furious spinoff movie. Are you guys yeah, familiar? Yeah. I thought I was having a fucking fever dream whenever I watched. That well, trailer. it's interesting. Calvin be, and Hobbes, or because whatever. I, I was going to say the same thing. My buddy Nathan, Idris Elba was just invincible. My my good friend Nathan pointed this out to me. He showed me the trailer, and it's like The Rock. He goes back to the Big Island, man, and and he's like, hey, he's like, hey, mom. Hey mom, he sounds like Obama. He's like, hey mom, where? Hey mom, where are the guns? And she's like, ah, oh, we got rid of the guns. And he's like, yeah, very diverse family. <laughs> it, the Rock has. Well, yeah, and um, and then it cuts to like them in front of the bad guys doing like uh, one of those fucking Maori hakas or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's like they're fighting yeah. these men with like an interpretive dance. Hell yeah, look it up. I already saw this Ellison Hobbs movie. It was called Crank 2 High Voltage. <laughs> Wait, have you seen the Crank movies? Wait, Steven, have you seen the Crank movies? They're so fucking good, aren't Wait, they? you're the only other person I know who's seen the Crank movies. No, I he fucking... Eats, he no, eats. <laughs> no, we gotta I, stop the podcast. No, 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 we, okay, we're gonna stop the podcast for four hours. We're gonna watch the two Crank movies real quick. <laughs> They're so fucking good. Can we no, make Rudy watch Crank? Yes. Or the, Crank 2? The two Crank films. I'm waiting for the third one. I don't think they're gonna make... The, the last one came will out in 2007. Will they bring Bai Ling back? I just... The Crank movies are so fucking insane. And it's, of course, intentional. It's intentionally yeah, insane. Yeah. You have Jason like the, Statham. The cinematography is like, like, it's like the cinematographer went, fuck you. Like, it's they like were just they like, raised the contrast yeah. and like the saturation. And also, uh, they sharpened, they, they raised the sharpen all the way up. Like, either so they were just high like, the whole time. Either they yeah. were reeling, they were railing speed lines the entire time, or they <laughs> oh, were definitely. like, or they were like, you are watching this movie for one of two reasons. You're a dullard, mm-hmm. or you think it's as stupid as I do. And we're going to have a little joke <laughs> yeah. here. And Dwight Yoakam, 
the country musician yeah. is like his doctor his personal yeah. doctor Fuck yeah and in in, in crank two uh the, these chinese people take out his heart and jason says his heart and replace it with like some weird machine and like an arc reactor he's about to die and so he keeps on like i think licking batteries or something to stay alive and he calls <laughs> dwight yokum mm-hmm. and it cuts to dwight yokum's house and it's like really hot and he has this black woman in a thong laying over his lap. He's just rubbing an ice cube on her ass while they watch TV. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's, 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 you have to watch he's it. He's so fucking weird with really? what I know of his Dwight Yoakam, oh, he's, he's a bizarre The last man. movie I knew are you aware of, the pre- I'm sorry, are you aware of the premise? Of I Crank? assume it's like Transporter. No. No. Nobody. No, so, it's, so it's Crank, totally crazy. So Crank, something happens to his heart where if his heart rate, it's like speed, but oh. instead of the bus exploding, his heart explodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then... To elevate it, crank to high voltage, mm-hmm. his heart is replaced with basically like a, a D battery. Yeah. That shit's fucking cool. It's so no, fucking we have to, cool. We have to have a marathon on it because those movies are so a good. Crank marathon. Oh, it's like, and they're so racist. Too. <laughs> like, yeah, because Bai Ling's in it. And Bai Ling is like, you know, like, she's, she's a, in all honesty, earlier in her career, she was a very, like, respectable yeah. actor. But then, like, some bad things happened in, like, her personal life involving doing way too many drugs. Yeah. And now she just, like, plays stereotypical Asian, mm-hmm. like, like the worst Asian well, stereotype. there's gotta be something. I'm like, she was the whole, like, sucky, sucky, fucky, fucky GI kind yeah, of character. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Like bad. It's bad. Oh, oh round eye. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it no. was fresh off her being on, like, Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew. It was, like, mm-hmm. fresh off that. And they were like, you know, we see you in this role mm-hmm. and it, like I feel terrible but anyway to get on your original question whoever was talking about the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift is the best one but, that's what everyone uh, says Tokyo Drift and I remember like the fifth one like uh, they they haul like an actual like steel bank vault through the like downtown LA yeah they're like and towing the, it behind them yeah and, and like get, their fucking Dodge Challenger and they get to like an <laughs> airport strip where like eventually like a plane is going to pick it up or whatever mm-hmm. and I remember reading somebody the math on that and they're like based on how fast they were going and the time that that scene takes that airport landing strip yeah. was like approximately 17 miles or something <laughs> So on Twitter, an hour before we started recording, I put a tweet out asking people to send questions to be answered in the horse house. This question comes from Bono F. Many messages he sent me. He has a question. He wants us to talk about how sexy he is, how big his dick is, and how he loves to say the N-word. <laughs> Steven, what would you like to say about Bono F, how sexy he is, how big his dick is, and how he loves saying that gamer word? Well, I've never met, um... Oh, wait a minute. Wait, what is that sound? Oh, I think wait, it's... Oh! <gasps> is it time? I haven't looked at the time. Is it really? Wait. It's time for Tristan's viral audio clip of the week. That's right, folks. Today we have a great clip for all of you. It's in making the rounds all across the internet. Everyone's talking about it. It's on the lips of millions. Rudy and I are going to step outside for a minute. I sure as hell know it's been on my lips. So, here is Tristan's viral audio clip of the week. For April 26th. You're so aggressive, the farts. What do you have to eat, you know, to get those things coming out of you? And that was Tristan's viral audio clip of the week. 
Thank you, Steven. Second question comes from my good and very handsome friend, Chris, who also has a podcast called The Chris Show with Miranda. Y'all should check it out. Check it out. It's very, very funny. I listen to it, and it's it's not common that I actually laugh out loud, literally, LOL. But many times during his podcast, I do. So this one comes from Chris. What do y'all's parents do for a living? Steven, we'll start off with you. Why do we have to start with me? My parents are retired. Rudy, what do your parents do for a living? I'm not trying to get doxxed. Sorry. Uh, my father's an honest farm man. I don't know about my mother. Thanks for bringing up those memories. My father is CEO of R.J. Reynolds. <laughs> That's all we'll say. But I gotta say, Stanley's one last cameo because it's the last—it's his last cameo. I think it was very deserving. He goes out with a bang, I guess you could say. He's uh, this is a spoiler, uh, but Stanley. He finishes out his last cameo by being throat fucked to death by Thanos, which I'd say is a great send off to the man himself. While of course being a bit of a fan service. I can't complain. Thanos ripped apart his ass and pulled all the shit out of it. <laughs> it's, it's true, though. <laughs> and it tasted like ribeye. It, it tasted like roast beef. Corn beef. Yeah, corn beef. Yeah, corn the beef. shawarma scene from the first Avengers, they reenact that with Thanos' ass cheeks. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Stan Lee's ass cheeks. Eating a fucking 94-year-old no. man's shit. Stop. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, but it's true. Stan's saw, a good fucking man. I saw it yeah, last night. Yeah, stole a bunch up. of... I saw the fucking movie last night. You haven't seen this shit. I saw the movie last night. He got throat fucked to death by the Shut the fuck up. Okay. What a way to what a way to end 10 years of a cinematic yeah, I, universe, though. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw the rip of Avengers Endgame on Rotten.com. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true, though. Excelsior, true believers. Aww. Well, when he said it in Endgame, it was like... <laughs> I'm not allowed to laugh. Stan, I'm so sorry. I didn't laugh at it. Stan, I love you wherever you are. Even though Jack Kirby did most of your work. Okay, well, you're going to have to get a telegraph to hell if you're going to try to talk to Stan Lee because he's definitely burning down there right now. He asked one of his sexy nurses to jerk him off. That's not true. That was an allegation against him. I'm just putting that out there. There are a lot of allegations against him. Against all powerful men. Like, like, are we going here? Like, no. like Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby, <laughs> totally Innocent. false allegations. All this Avengers Endgame shit, everyone's freaking out about it. Everyone's really excited about it. And if you ask me, it's really just a manifestation of mental illness. Do you want to hear a list of things that are mentally ill? Yeah, sure. Go ahead, buddy. So combative now. Yeah, go ahead. I'm all ears. Rudy too, right, Rudy? I was being serious. I don't understand why you got dyeing your hair. Dyeing your hair, mental illness. Getting piercings, mental illness. Tattoos, mental illness. Schizophrenics, mental illness. Oh, gamers, mentally ill. People who don't support the president, mentally ill. People who do not wish Melania Trump a happy birthday, mentally ill. People who watch superhero movies, mentally ill. People who like The Last Jedi, mentally ill. People who don't listen to this podcast, mentally ill. There's this memory I have of when I was a child. Watching the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Dude, you read my mind. Uh, and it's it's like having a two liter of Mountain Dew. And you put your mouth over it and you just suck the air. And I don't know what it does, but it like enters your brain. And I think that might be right why I'm retarded. <laughs> this whole fucking conversation hurts me. No, no. What's I, think, no, I think that's wrong called oxygen deprivation. No, too much Mountain Dew fumes went to my what brain. What the fuck is wrong and with you? And that's why I slur my speech so much. Yeah, and also can't do math. Whenever I was a kid, uh, I tried to tried to squirt some ready weapon on my mouth, but I held the can upright, and it's just like it went straight to my brain. I don't know. There's this distinct feeling or taste when you suck mm-hmm. a bottle of mountain dew without actually sucking the liquid out it tastes it tastes like a fruit that you've never eaten does that make sense and i was gonna say more like breathing the air at chernobyl because it's not a pleasant feeling at all Stephen. no but that's like that is like a fruit i've never no, eaten. it's like huffing gas i'm pretty sure exactly <laughs> no but I'm, I'm serious try it 
I, I just I have a. I think I have. Two you liter just talked about somewhere. how it went to your brain and made you fucking retarded. No, I'm dead serious. I think like I think no, because no one else knows this feeling except for me. It's nuts. It's almost. No, because Stephen, you're saying it tastes really good, but to me, it's traumatic. It's a traumatic experience. Well, I, I, think, I, I think maybe I Donkey think, Brain told me it was good, man. I'm sorry. I think I have PTSD from sucking that two liter bottle of Mountain Dew. To be honest, I, I have PTSD this. from the the Dew suck. That's the title of the episode. PTSD from the Dew suck. <laughs> <laughs>